0: He's got ants in his pants. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Snail Crossing, by Corey R. Tabor. Published by Balzer and Bray. Snail Crossing follows a snail named Snail. Real original name there. He crosses the road to get to a cabbage patch. Along the way, he narrowly avoids disaster, and in the process, makes some new friends. Will the slowpoke get the roughage he so desires? Or will he get blindsided by a bus? Well, find a crosswalk, grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin on Snail. He's, as Cory calls it, Scooting around, which I have to say is pretty accurate. I think I'm going to take that for anyone who's slow and wandering. What's Grandpa doing? He's scooting around at the grocery store on his rascal. I hope he's not lost. Snail finds himself at the edge of a road, gazing across it at a field of cabbages. He then claims that the road won't stop him from getting those cabbages. Either he's Irish and about to cook up some corned beef, or... He's clogged up like you wouldn't believe. You gotta help me, Doc. I haven't pooped in weeks. Here, try the cinema. All right. Well, if you don't want to use that, you could always try eating some cabbage. It certainly works for me. Snail starts his journey across the highway, and after he was scooting for a good duration, he decides to take a break in the middle of the road. What, did you expect him to make it there in the first pages? (laughs) Ha <laughs> he's a snail, silly. He's gonna cross this road slower than Albert Pujols running the bases last year. If anyone should have been allowed a wheelchair as a base runner, that man certainly should have qualified. We can see Snail enjoying the clouds, like a New York tourist looking up at the skyscrapers as they jaywalk across the street. Like in New York, a massive truck comes zooming up on him. Look at This guy's gonna get flattened. If this wasn't so clear that it's the country, I'd be certain it was NYC. Snail luckily misses the tires, but then he shouts up and taunts at the truck as it goes by. Essentially saying, nothing can stop him. He's a slow, gelatinous force. Well, maybe his own stamina can stop him. He's out of breath after moving maybe a yard. That's about a meter for our friends around the world. But I'll give it to him, he's determined. Next, a group of ants come zooming up behind him, and they tell him to get the hell out of the way. They got places to be. He can move over and let them pass. He doesn't need to citizen police the road. Not to mention, he's had his blinker on the last two miles. It starts to rain. Oh no, slick roads. No way anyone is stopping in time for this snail now. Oh shit. Just keep going. But he's not the only one in trouble. Everyone knows that rain is a big problem for ants too. So being the nice guy Snail is, he decides to help them out, even after they yelled at him as they went by. I could be wrong, but I think I even saw one of them giving him the antenna. Quote, Come in! Said Snail. Come in before you drown! End quote. I don't know what's worse, the rain, or having to ride it out in what's essentially the snail's pants. Whoo! It's hot in here. Musty. Well, the ants scamper into the snail shell, and he offers them a spot of tea. I would not touch that. Who the hell knows where he got it from? They all ride the storm out, apologizing to one another and discussing the cabbage on the other side of the road. It's one hell of a tea time, though. I can't believe they're not more worried. They're still in the middle of the road. Maybe there's a slow children at play sign next to him, and they're just thinking people will drive more cautiously. But I certainly wouldn't hold my breath. Daniel Luck! Slow children at play! (laughs) They better learn how to run! Finally the storm subsides, the ants head out, and Snail continues his journey. At this rate, there may be a second book, because he's not even close. But how about that? Nothing's gonna stop this snail. A crow flies up and is like, Yes, a snack I don't have to work for. And Snail's like, Good luck. Quote, Well, you won't eat me, said Snail. Can't you see I'm cabbage bound? Evasive maneuvers, evasive maneuvers. End quote. And he starts moving around in circles, trying to lose the crow. Like, watch the footwork, watch the footwork. It's fancy. Fancy and the crow's like, Seriously? But what do you know, this little charade buys Snail enough time for another truck to come by, causing the crow to fly off out of the way. He's one lucky bastard. This snail's playing in the middle of the road like a child without parents. After all the circles, Snail gets back to the cabbage journey. Only, he spun himself around so many times, he got himself confused, and ended up heading back to where he started probably for the best after all those near-death experiences. And he wasn't even close to halfway there. This journey was doomed from the start. Had he kept going, he would surely be on the bottom of one of those tires. Well, just when Snail thinks he made it, he realizes, Shit! I'm back where I started! And he stares back over at the cabbage. Well, I guess it's back to the enema. As he looks out at the horizon, he sees a tiny cabbage gradually get bigger and bigger as it heads towards him. It doesn't seem to be rolling. Is it a mirage? No, would you look at that? It's the ants from earlier. They're back with a present for snail, and he invites them back inside his shell for cabbage soup. No corned beef? Huh. This guy must not be Irish. And I think that solves our original question. We can officially say he was just stopped up. What lessons does Corey want us to learn from this? Well first, if you don't keep your eyes on the prize, you won't get it. This snail got distracted and spun around a few too many times. And he lost sight of the cabbage and ended up back where he started. If it wasn't for his friends, he would have had nothing. And that brings us to the second lesson. It's first impressions aren't the best way to judge someone. I can't tell you how many friends I have that after the first time I met them, I said, I hate them. And this snail could have felt that way about the ants and told them they were on their own for the way they treated him the first time. But instead, he gave them shelter in their time of need, which blossomed a beautiful friendship that ended up paying off when the ants came back to return the favor. Being kind and forgiving to no matter who it is can usually pay off. What do I think of Corey's work? He had the right amount of suspense, humor, and emotion. It kept us on the edge of our seat the whole time. We laughed, we cried, and did everything in between. As for his illustrations, while they didn't blow me away, they were definitely hand-drawn. They looked like they were done in color pencil. And the varying perspectives helped to keep everything fresh, considering the snail didn't really go anywhere. So, if you want to see what it takes to get a little cabbage, or want to answer any questions you might have had about why a snail tried to cross the road, pick this tome up. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.7. I'll have a heapin' helping and go back for a few more servings, as long as I don't see any ants. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.